0: Acts, the eighth chapter, we love and appreciate so much your pastor and his family, and uh, he's been so kind to us, and uh, I keep telling him, brother, you don't owe me anything, and uh, I have not yet convinced him of that, and so what we're going to do. How much are the guests going to cost? $15 for each guest to the Christmas banquet? We're paying for 40 Dot and I are going to cover 40 guests. I want you to invite that many people that don't belong to this church. They're paid for. Amen. I want, I, want you to, I want you to feel the, pl- I'd, I'd love to, to hear Brother Gandhi. we're going to be in Louisiana that weekend, but I'd love to hear Brother Gandhi say we had more guests than we had regular church folks at the banquet this year, amen, amen, oh my, it's all about reaching new people, touching new people, keeping the ones we have, but reaching new people, amen, so my wife and I are covering those this year, thank God. In the book of Acts, 8th chapter, verse 5, Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many that were possessed with them, And many that were taken with palsies and that were lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Everybody say great joy. But there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one, to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God, and to him they had regard because that of long time he had bewitched them with sorceries. But when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized both men and women. Then Simon himself believed also, and when he was baptized, He continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus." Then laid they their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. I want to preach this to you. Preach in Christ. Preach in Christ. Clap your hands to the Lord. You may be seated. If you're a visitor here today, I just want you to know something. These fine well dressed, shiny, clean, folks sitting around you are dangerous. Because they have something down inside of them that can explode in a heartbeat. The Bible said, You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That word in the Greek is dunamis. It's the word, the root word where we get dynamo and dynamite. It's explosive, praise God. There's something inside of you that when it begins to get pressured, it may just sit there for a while, but you begin to pressure it and all of a sudden it will blow up. In prayer, in praise, in worship, in thanksgiving. I'm just gonna tell you now the worst thing the devil can do to the church is begin to pressure that church. Because when it does, brother, I'm pray I'm telling you now, God is gonna do something in the middle of his people and raise up a standard that cannot be denied. Praise God. There's something in the body of Christ. Let, 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 me, let me tell you something. These folks look wonderful when you sit and look around at them. They're all clean, they smell good, they look good, their shoes are shined, their ties are tied. I mean, they they just look good. But there was a day when a lot of them, many of them, maybe most of them were not all cleaned up and spruced up. There was a day when they were lost and undone. There was a time when their lives were being controlled by spirits that were not of God. And many of them well remember those days and are thankful to the the utmost that they're not living that life anymore and I just want to—I don't mind telling you right now they don't mean to offend you but if they ease over beside you and just kind of slip their arm around and say "Hey, I, I want to pray for you you'd be a little bit on the foolish side to say no 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 I don't want you praying for me because brother they've been in the mud they've been in the blood they've been in the ugly part and now they're living on the good side of the mountain praise God and they know how to pray a prayer that God will hear and God will bless. They, many of them have been healed from cancers, from diabetes, from all kinds of other maladies that the flesh could have. And if they ease up beside you and say, I'd like to pray for you, you would just do yourself a favor to throw your hands in the air and say, pray away. Let God use you. Praise God. You've been sick and you've been healed. You've been hurting and now you're not. Oh, I'm going to tell you what. There's something in the house of God today. There's something in the power of God today moving in a mighty way in this church. Praise God. Now I've been doing this 45 years so I'm well aware that you just got through with Thanksgiving. You're stuffed more than the turkey was. I am too. Overstuffed. Overdid it. Fell off the wagon. Burnt the wagon. Killed the auction. Ate them up. I'm telling you, I was doing wonderful, and now I'm doing horrible, and so I realize that on, on on holidays, when you go to preach, and you're going to be the guest speaker, you might as well just go find you something soothing, and preach a really good soothing message today. Y'all just lay there and rub your abdomen. I know you're... You're, but I'm not, I am not. didn't come to preach you something soothing today there's not a soothing message in the house of God today because we have a devil that works on holidays, we have a devil that works on birthdays, we've got a devil that works 24-7 to tear down and deny but Harvey was right up here a while ago there's a devil telling some of y'all there's no use going on like you're going there's no use trying anymore that's a lie out of the pits of hell I'm telling you today, I'll God is alive and present in the house today our God is alive he's still healing he's still delivering he's still raising people up the power of God still in this building today I feel the Holy Ghost all over me in this place today I got to thinking about this last night and praying about this and God had already been dealing with my mind but I I was just kind of going back over some things and it began to expand but I kept coming back to this one statement. He preached Christ unto them. I didn't come to preach about Christ. I came to preach Christ. I didn't come to tell you a fairy tale. I didn't come to tell you about a history lesson. I didn't come to dig into the Old Testament and look at the prophecies in the New Testament and look at the fulfillment, I come to tell you about a God that in 2019 is still on the throne. I come to tell you about a God that can still speak into your storm. I came to tell you about a God that in the darkness, he's still the light. I come to tell you about a God that knows when you're hurting and is an ever-present help in the time of trouble, praise God. I'm telling you about a God that is still alive. I didn't come to preach about Christ. I came to preach Christ. <laughs> Clap your hands all over the building in Jesus' name. I read to you, this is a very important part of the word of God. Acts 2 is where the Jews receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The promise that Joel spoke about came to the Jews in Acts 2. In Acts 8, the Samaritan people received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The door is open to them to go to heaven that wasn't open before. Under the old Jewish law, they had no hope whatsoever. They were without God, without any hope. But there was a time when Jesus went down to Samaria, and he began to talk to a little lady at a well, and she believed what he told her and went back to town. And the Bible said she convinced everybody in town to come see him. There was a hunger in the heart of these people and I'm just gonna tell you the scripture said if you hunger and thirst after Christ you will be filled. You won't be a little filled you will be filled praise God. Not to the littlest but the utmost you will be filled praise God. Matter of fact the Bible said we are baptized into the spirit. We're immersed into it. You're over your head in it. Your eyes open and you see Holy Ghost. You reach out with your hands and feel Holy Ghost. Brother, I'm not talking about a little touch. I'm not talking about a little shield on your back. I'm talking about baptized with the power and the love and the mercy of the mighty God. Amen. Oh, come on, come on, come on. We're going we're gonna to roll this thing a little bit today. We're going to rev it up a little bit today. It's time for the church of the living God to be alive because he's alive. It's time for the church to be excited because he's an exciting God. I'm just telling you right now, I'm not a little bit disappointed in my God. I had not had ever prayer answered, but there's been some I didn't need to get answered, praise God. Oh, there's been some disappointments, but I'm just going to tell you now, most of the time when I look at him, I saw the hand of God keeping me back from something I didn't need to be involved in. Praise God! Come on, clap your hands all over the building in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Praise God. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to speak into 2020 right now. This is going to be a revival year. Will the devil just quit? No, we don't want him to just quit. We want to have victory. We don't want him to run away. We want to kick him down, kick him out, and kick him some more, praise God. We're going to have revival because the living God is in our midst. And the Bible said, where sin did abound, grace did much more abound, praise God. Kau dah laba syaitan ayah Oh, I came to preach to you a living God that's in the building today. Again, I didn't come to preach about him. I came to preach him into your life. I came because he's inside of me. The Lord of heaven, the God of glory, the one who created the world is living in me today and living in you. If you've got the Holy Ghost then that God, is not ready to quit. That God is not ready to back up. That God is saying, full speed ahead. 2020 is a year of growth. It's a year of revival. 2020 is a year of healings and miracles. 2020 is a year of the power of God in life, church in Tyler. I proclaim it in Jesus' name. Come on. Love the Lord a little bit. Javi said it a while ago. We gotta believe the word. Oh, to who's believed the report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord been revealed? Praise God. I didn't come to preach religion. I came to preach revolution religion will kill you, religion will let you down, religion will walk off and leave you if you fall, religion will forget about you if you make a mistake, but I'm talking about a revolution where the power of God is loose in the church, where God brings the church together and they're excited, they're anticipating, you don't know what God may do, there may be a healing right here today, there may be a miracle right in our midst today You ought to, every time you come through that door you ought to be saying, I don't know what he might do today, but whatever he does it's going to be good, praise God. I don't know what's going to be said today, but it's going to have anointing on it, praise God. In Jesus' name, hit about a high five to somebody next to you and say, We're not talking about religion, we're talking about revolution. Revolution, praise God, in Jesus' name. I'm just going to tell you right now every organization I know needs revolution is missed. Because they're all getting way too settled. It's not time to be settled. It's time to be crazy about worshiping God. It's time to get excited about worshiping God. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm not talking soothing. I'm talking sizzling, praise God. When I get to thinking about the Bible saying when sin would abound, the grace of God would much more abound, I get to thinking, Lord, turn it up a little more. Turn it up a little more. Turn it up a little more. Revival's got to overshadow everything hell's doing. Hell's inventing new drugs. I got a word for you. The Holy Ghost will deliver from anything hell's ever invented, praise God. God's intentions are bigger than hell's inventions, praise God. The power of God is able. The power of God is able. Thank God. No, I didn't come to preach you a relaxing message. I came to preach you a revitalizing, a reviving, a renewing message in the Holy Ghost. You say, preacher, I'm not. I'm too full to get renewed. No, you're not. Come on. I'm not, I didn't come to preach you a comforting message. I came to preach you a compelling message. Because the scripture said compelling them to come. Hallelujah. Somebody told, told me one day, said, preacher, you, what are you, six 6'2", about 2.30? I said, yes, somewhere around there. Maybe add a little bit to that 2.30. He said, well, man, you, ought to just, you, you just make them come. I said, I'll break an arm, man, if you'll get the Holy Ghost as a result. I want you to get the Holy Ghost. I want you to get full of God. I want you to get full of the power of God. I'm not going to tickle your ears, but I'm going to get a hold of your heart and try to pull you into a place where you get right with God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. It's a compelling message. Give up sin and get God in your life. Give up the world and let God put joy and peace and power in your family, praise God. In Jesus' name. How oh, my, 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 my. I didn't come to preach tradition. I came to preach a translation. Tradition can be good, but tradition can kill you. Well, I'm living the way Mama lived. I don't know Mama. I didn't know Mama. I don't know where Mama's at or anything else, but I'm telling you, you need the Holy Ghost. If you're alive and breathing in this building today, God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost. I don't know about Grandpa. I don't know where Grandpa went, and I'm not going to argue with you about Grandpa, but I'm going to tell you that God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen? And God don't want to just fill you with the Holy Ghost. He wants to keep you full of the Holy Ghost. He wants to renew you in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. They got full of the Holy Ghost in Acts 2. But several chapters later, they got full of it again. And then they went to a prayer meeting and got full of it again. And they got so full of it that one day on the way to a prayer meeting, there was a man sitting by a beautiful gate, and he was lame in his feet, and he got to they're looking at these guys headed to a prayer meeting they looked at him and something in their heart connected with something in his heart and he was shaking his little cup, alms, a dime quarter, nickel, something somebody give me something and Peter said I don't have any silver and I don't have any gold but I do have something Can you say it? I got something. Oh, when I went to that altar, I got something. When I got out and prayed last night, I got something. When I got up this morning and worshiped him first thing, I got something, praise God. I don't have the money, but I got something I can share with you. I've got a God that'll empower you. I've got a God that'll lift you up. I've got a God that'll make you the head. And I, Come on, come on, come on, come on. You're getting all lazy on me. Don't get lazy on me. I came to preach to you a message of excitement. Praise God. Amen. Clap your hand to the Lord all over the building in Jesus' name. Your pastor said he's not disappointed. He's excited about the direction the church is going. That ought to excite you. He's hearing directly from God and God's put an excitement down in his heart that ought to excite everybody in this building. If pastor's excited, that's because God has put that excitement in him and God's looking down the road and saying, Pastor, go ahead and get excited about next week. Go ahead and get excited about next month. You don't have to be disappointed. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be all kind of tentative. Nope. You can step right out and say, believe the word of the living God. Believe the power of the In God. This all right? If you were looking for a comforting message, you came to the wrong place. If you were looking for me to soothe you and kind of pass you and say, just relax baby. No, I ain't do that. I'm telling you it's time to get up and get excited. I'm telling you it's time to kick the devil in the teeth. The devil been bothering you? You know, it, it is an amazing thing. It don't take hardly anything to get folks up in your face today. I dare say that on that Friday morning that just went by, there were folks that got punched in the nose at Walmart. There were folks that got elbowed in Walmart. They'd run their buggy in front of you in Walmart. And it don't take nothing for a little old lady that's just as calm and gentle and sweet to get up in your face. <laughs> Granny, what in the world? You getting on my space, boy. A friend of mine told me the other day that they went to an old folks home. And there was a couple of elderly ladies there in wheelchairs. And they had the same boyfriend. And they were sitting in the wheelchairs, looking at each other across the aisle. One of them said, I'll get out of this chair and come over there and tear your head off. Other than say, you can't even get out of that chair. <laughs> Folks will get in your face for little or nothing. Kyle, I mean, they'll get all over you, man. But the devil will poke them and prod them and knock them and bang them and lie to them and they'll just take it hogwash get up get up don't take it get up get in his face and tell him no you did the wrong house we're not taking that. You're not messing with our kids. You're not messing with our family. We'll praise more than we ever have. We'll call a prayer meeting. We'll do what God taught us to do. We're not taking it, praise God. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Some of y'all ain't not got excited yet. Some of y'all still, you're not, you're, not, you're not getting with me yet. You're still too fat, it's full of turkey, praise God. I'm telling you, it's time for the church of the living God to get life going again because the living God is in our midst. He preached Christ to them. He didn't come with a better religion, he came with a relationship Philip said I didn't come to mess with your religion although your religion's a mess in itself but I came to tell you about a God that's still able scripture tells me there were folks in their midst that were possessed of devils if all you got is religion the devil will possess people if all you got is religion the devil will set up his throne right in the midst and he'll run things he don't want to destroy the church he wants to run the church He don't want to, he don't want to tear you totally down. He just wants to get you where you're ineffective. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't want to be ineffective. The effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much. Praise God. I want you to know, I want the devil to be afraid to even walk down Barbie. I want the devil to say no I ain't going over there because you mess with them and they'll get up on their feet and praise God you mess with them they'll get the clap on their hand. you mess with them and they'll call a prayer you mess with them and they'll fast for three days praise God I'm telling you now the church of the living God it's time to have revival it's time to get up it's time to let God be God it's time to raise your hands and praise him like never before In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Let me go, let me go a little further. Preach Christ. When you do, revelation will come. Folks that have ineffective dead religion will realize it. Preach Christ. Preach a living God. Preach a living religion. Preach a religion that's still able to deliver kids from drugs. Preach a, preach a living God that's still able to put marriages back together. Preach a living God that's still able to put trust and faith and hope and love back into lives. Praise God. I, I'm, I'm talking about preaching Christ. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm not talking about preaching a religion. I'm not talking about preaching a denomination. I'm not. I'm preaching about a relationship with a living God. Praise God. I'm talking about letting God get involved in your life all over again praise God he came preaching Christ unto them they had a religion they had a leader called Simon and Simon had used sorcery anybody in here believe that there's not devils involved in religion anybody in here really believe that everybody's right and everybody's going to heaven the devil has lied to people. Good people. This was not this was not bad people. These were not people that were just wanting to be ugly, wanting to do things that were bad. These were people that had been deceived. The power of deception is a powerful thing. And the only thing that'll change it is truth. The only thing that'll change it is preaching Christ, living Christ and letting them see the power of God working in your life. When they begin to see the power of God working, they begin to realize our religion is dead. Our religion is no good. Our religion doesn't have deliverance in it. Our religion doesn't have casting out devils in it. Our religion doesn't have healing involved in it. Our religion, hey I'm gonna tell you now if it don't have it, you You need to check what you're believing in because the book I'm preaching out of today tells me the God of heaven is still a healer, still a deliverer, still a savior. He said, I'll save to the uttermost." praise God. Oh, clap your hands. Make it ring all over the building. Make it ring all over the building. I'm going to tell you about a little vision the Lord gave me last night. I read this scripture verse 8 and there was great joy in that city. When the power of God came and the man of God began to preach Christ there was great joy. They began to believe the word of God. They began to see the manifestations of the power of God. They began to see and understand God was intervening in their lives. And there was great joy they hadn't got the Holy Ghost yet they hadn't got baptized yet they hadn't got any of that yet but they're seeing the hand of God moving they're seeing the cloud about the size of a man's hand it's not raining yet it's not thundering yet but we're seeing an indication of the presence of God and we know that it's going to begin to be more and more and more there was great joy Bible said with joy shall you draw waters out of the wells of salvation I read that last night in my mind, in my mind, I saw myself walking up to a well with a bucket and a rope. That's what you do at a well. You got a rope and a bucket, you let it down, get you some water and pull it out. And as I walked up to that well, my brother with that bucket, I began to see something. It was splashing out it was coming over the sides. It was running down the hill. And the Lord spoke to me and said, you don't have to draw water out of wells that are overflowing. If you clean out the well and get everything out of the way and let it begin to flow like it's supposed to, you haven't got to draw water out of it. It'll just flow out on you. The joy of the Lord will overflow if you'll get everything out of the way and get everything off your mind except praising him. It'll just overflow. I'm telling somebody, Somebody in the building today is still joyful living for God. It's still exciting living for God. If you'll clean your heart, clean your mind, clean your soul, it'll overflow. It'll roll up from within you. Like the old prophet said, spring up, oh well. Spring up, oh well. We're not talking about a little pond. We're talking about a well of living water. Praise God. There was joy. There was joy. There was joy in that city. Praise God, because He preached Christ to them. He's preaching an ever-present, ever-living God of heaven. Hallelujah! 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 Touch about three people on the hand. Say so He's alive in here. You preach Christ, there's great joy, there's great liberty, great power, great blessings, great access, great peace. Great peace have they that love thy law, and nothing shall offend them, praise God. I have to use that scripture every now and then. And somebody gets to, you know, kind of walking on you. I had to say, wait, 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 wait. Great peace have they that love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. By the time I use that every now and then to let the devil know I'm not getting offended, I'm not getting my mind messed, Stuff. I'm not getting my heart all full of junk I'm gonna get it out I'm gonna let God take care of it let him fight my battles and when I do the joy begins to flow again the power begins to flow again my, 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 in Jesus name oh, if you don't want to have the joy of the Lord you're in the wrong place today I can tell you Because this is a church where the joy flows. This is a church where you still get excited about salvation. Still get excited about the power of God. Still get excited. There's nothing in this world I know that would excite me anymore today than see somebody come to an altar and get the Holy Ghost. Not a thing I'd rather do this morning than baptize somebody right there in the name of Jesus Christ. All you folks in here and all those at home, hallelujah, if you hadn't been baptized in Jesus' name, hear me, you're watching this morning, I know you are. You need to be baptized in Jesus' name. You need the Holy Ghost. You need the power of God. That's what your family needs. That's what your home needs. That's what your life needs. You need the power of God in your life. Come on, church, clap your hand to the Lord. Oh, if you believe that, if you believe that, give a praise unto the Lord. Shout unto the Lord with the voice of victory. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, in Jesus' name. There's something in the Holy Ghost happening right this minute. I'm telling you the same Christ that walked the streets of of Bethany or is in this building today. I'm not preaching about a dead God. I'm not preaching about a God from yesterday. However, you were right on target, my brother. I'm preaching about an ever-present, ever-living God that's in this building today. In the name of Jesus, speak into that darkness, Lord. In the name of Jesus, speak into that storm and still it in Jesus' name. Speak to the waves that they got to quit. Speak to the wind that it's got to lay down. Speak to the lightning that it's got to go and the light's going to shine into that storm again. By the power of the living God. By the power of the living God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost talking to somebody right now. Thus saith the Lord. The clouds have been dark. The night has been heavy. But I, the God of heaven, don't have to invent light. I am light. I will step into your storm. Step into your night. And illuminate the darkness with my love. Lift your hand and love him. Somebody go ahead and receive something from God right now. Just go ahead and receive it from the Lord right now. I'm telling somebody in the building after 45 years of preaching, I know when the hand of God's moving and God's moving in somebody's life. Right this second, you just go ahead and stand up. If you feel like it and receive it, it's the power of God. It's the love of God. Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. Receive it in, receive it in, receive it in. If you've been walking through a storm, receive the word of the Lord. Fear not, fear not, fear not, for I'm with you. I'll never leave you, never forsake you, even to the end of the world. Receive it into your body. If you got pain in your body, lift up your hand and receive healing. I'm telling you, God is doing a miracle in this building right now. Praise God. There's all kinds of miracles. There's healing miracles. They're delivering miracles. Oh, there's all kinds of things God wants to do in lives. Praise God. I'm not through yet. I'm not through yet. Y'all just clap your hands to the Lord, then you can be seated. I got to go listen a little bit further. Praise God. Verse 10 said, to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the great power of God. These folks were listening to this man and believe everybody from the greatest to the smallest. They were giving heed to him. They were not being rebellious. They were not fighting. They were not, not, not trying to question him. They were believing him. People are doing the right thing a wrong way. I'm talking to people that are doing doing what should be good but it's not because what they're doing is not right. They need to follow the word of the living God and let God be real in their life. Do a right thing a right way, praise God. Give somebody a high five and tell them do the right thing. Page two. Who's uh, oh, it all right if I move to page two? Page one was all right. I, I might just stay right there. Preach Christ, preach joy, preach power, preach love, preach mercy, praise God. But the verse twelve said this listen, but when they believed everybody say believed. Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. When they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? Well, i tell you what it's not. It's not meat and drink. But it's righteousness, peace, and power in the Holy Ghost. You know what Philip preached to them? He preached to them the baptism of the Holy Ghost and baptism in Jesus' name. Harvey, he was preaching to them the same message they heard on the day of Pentecost. When, uh, when, when God got ready to fill the Samaritans he sent the very same message to them that he sent to the Jews praise God and in Acts 10 when the Gentiles received the Holy Ghost it's the same message again repent be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall everybody say shall shall receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost this was God's plan for that world and our world and every world. Praise God. When they believed him preaching those things, then the Bible said they all went and got baptized. They went and got baptized. When they believed the word, they went and got baptized. If you're here today and you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, we'll fix that. Look at your neighbor and say, you need to fix that. You need to you need to follow the plan. Any of you ladies make a cake yesterday? I'm like Thursday. Anybody make a cake Wednesday or Thursday? There's some that make cakes. Did you just do it out of your mind or did you have a recipe? They made it from scratch. They scratched it out of a box. <laughs> I, I marvel at these ladies, my wife. She'll get in there, and she'll start making stuff, and she likes to uh, mess with it, tweak it, tweak it. She likes to tweak it. I, I've had some problems with sugar in the last few years, and so my good little wife is learning how to tweak it and make me some brownies that are, I can eat, and they don't mess my sugar up if I don't eat too many. That's the problem. <laughs> And, and other things. She's tweaking them. But I'm going to put a pinch of this in the, and, 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 and you know shake it a little bit there. You know, I mean, you, you, you had you, your measure. I didn't measure. I just shook it. I just pinched it. Well, I got big fingers. Is it a pinch like mine or a pinch like yours? I mean, what kind of pinch we pinch in here? So, but some of them got recipes. And if you follow the recipe, when it comes out of the oven, bro, it is something else. Ooh, she likes to cook and I like to eat. God knows what he's doing, I'm telling you. My, 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 my. It, it, it gets good. Hallelujah. You take it and if you do it, If you, listen, if you follow the recipe, good things are going to happen with God. If you follow the recipe, good things are going to happen. Tell your neighbor, follow the recipe oh my 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 when you repent of your sins and you get baptized in the name of Jesus preacher is that all you know to preach that's all I want to preach praise God because I've seen it change people about the thousands I've seen it turn lives around and move them down the right road I've seen it take drug addicts and make preachers out of them I've watched it take Catholics in church of Christ church of God everything else you can name and make apostolic born again tongue talking I'll. Right and shouting believers of the living God hallelujah are you down on my religion no I'm down on religion that had not followed the recipe praise God in Jesus name oh let me go a little further pastor gonna be pulling my coattail mm, don't be don't be doing that. don't be messing with things there verse 17 well let me go back a little bit further when the apostles heard what was happening, they sent James, uh, Peter and John down there. Peter had to be there. Because Jesus said, I'm gonna to give to you the keys to the kingdom. So bro, he was there in Acts two, he was there in Acts eight, and he was there in Acts 10. God had to send him a dream, a vision in Acts 10 and tell him, now you go down there and you preach to those Gentiles. Wait a minute, Lord. He sent him a vision of a great sheep dropping down and it had unclean animals in it because they had a dietary law. You don't eat unclean food. And the Lord said, rise, Peter, kill and eat. No, not me, I'm not doing that. What he was saying was, go to those Gentiles. You think they're unclean, but I've made them clean. He said, son, if I make them clean, you don't call them unclean. You don't doubt anything. You go down there and preach the word to them. And when old Peter walked in, everybody was there. Everybody in the family had gathered up. But this, this man began to tell him I had a vision. An angel told me, send for this man. He's going to tell you what you need to do, praise God. He already had religion. He already was a praying man. He already was a believing man. But God said, you need the rest of the story. You need something beyond believing. You need something beyond just your praying. You need to receive the power of the living God. Peter walks in and before he can get through, he begins to preach and before he can even finish, the Holy Ghost starts falling. Everybody in the house is filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. God just opened the door to the Gentile world and said, come on in. Come on in. It's free. It's paid for. It's yours. Praise oh my Lord of heaven. In Jesus' name, preach Christ. Preach Christ. Preach a living God. Preach a living relationship. Preach the power of God. I'm about to finish. Brother Cruz, if you'll come and get your crew and get ready, we're going to sing just a minute. But listen, let me me show you something. I I got to show you this. The apostles heard what had happened. They sent Peter and John. Who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet, he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I'm gonna tell you something, the devil is always a liar. Just go ahead and underline that. Always a liar. Before I received the Holy Ghost, when folks first started talking to me about receiving the Holy Ghost, I was a licensed Southern Baptist preacher. And I don't mind telling you we didn't believe in that. They don't we don't talk in tongues. Mm-mm. we don't do that in our church. No, We don't have none of that. I mean, I'm not being ugly. I'm just telling you what was told. And then when God began to deal with me about the baptism with the Holy Ghost, by the time the first thing the devil said was, oh, you no, no, that's not right. That's not for you. But I got to read my Bible, and my Bible showed me I did need it. So the devil said, well, I got to tell a different lie. You already got it. Wouldn't I get it? When you believed, when you believed, you got it. You got the Holy Ghost already. Don't let them confuse you. And then one night, I went to a brush arbor. And in that brush arbor, I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I spoke in tongues for two hours, I laughed, I cried. I sat down in the middle of the pastor's office. He explained it all to me, laid his hand on me, and God filled me with the Holy Ghost. And the power of God was so strong, I mean, I couldn't stand. I sat right down in the middle of the floor and began to talk in tongues. I cried a while because I thought, I was told this wasn't real, but it is real. I was told we don't do this anymore, but we do do this. And you know what the devil said? He said that wasn't it. Oh, that wasn't it. He's always a liar. I'm telling somebody in here today: if you prayed and you sought God, and in the privacy of your home or at an altar or wherever it might be, you begin to praise Him and worship Him, and God took over, and you begin to speak a language you never spoke, you never learned. That was the Holy Ghost. People have received the, you know what, after I received the Holy Ghost, I found that there were five other preachers, just the same denomination I was in that area that had received the Holy Ghost in their office and was afraid to tell anybody because they was afraid they'd lose their church. I said, man, you're going to lose them anyway. You're not letting them have what God wants them to have. God gave it to you so you could give it to them and now you're denying it to them. You're enjoying it in your office, speaking in tongues, but you're telling your folks, no, 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 don't we. that's not for us today. That's hypocrites. Don't do that. Tell them the truth, praise God. Praise yeah. right. God. Mm-hmm. My, 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 preach Christ. Let me show you something. They went down and prayed for them. I've had people tell me, preacher, you don't have to pray for me to get the Holy Ghost. I said, well, he didn't, Acts 8. You don't have to lay hands on me for me to get the Holy Ghost. Well, he didn't, Acts 8. They prayed for them and laid hands on them and God filled them with the Holy Ghost. If I were in this building today and I didn't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't care who prayed for me. I want all that God's got for me. I need all that God's got for me. I need it in this hour. My marriage needs me to have all that God's got for me. Oh, my relationship with my brothers and sisters needs me to have all that God's got for me in this hour. I need the power of God. I need God working in my life. I need the joy of the Lord. I need the mercies of God. I need the power. Hey, friend, I'm telling you, if you don't have the Holy Ghost today, don't get offended at me I'm not wanting to be offensive to you but I'm telling you I'm preaching Christ to you Christ is still alive and still wanting to feel people with the Holy Ghost what is the Holy Ghost? Is Christ in you the hope of glory Mm -hmm. oh hallelujah I feel the Holy Ghost right now and when they received it they begin to rejoice they begin to praise God when they laid hands on them brother they'd already been baptized they'd already believers let me show you one more thing and I'll quit now they had religion people tell me all the time no preacher I, 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 you know what I am my family wasn't raised in church but as soon as I got the Holy Ghost all my brothers and all my sisters and all my cousins went and found them a church to join. So that when I invited them to my church, I got my own church. You don't ever go. They don't know who you are. <laughs> oh. Hey, I'm telling you what. If you need the Holy Ghost, and you get your heart right. All you got to do is just receive it. But there are times where God wants to move in a special way. Somebody prays for you and the power of God comes into your life. I'm telling you, there are special anointings. There are people that are specially anointed to lay hands on men and women and they will receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There are times and places that are appointed of God that God's going to move in your life in a certain way. There's some mornings when God, God says, I'm going to feel her with the Holy Ghost today. But uh, but look, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something about God. He's a gentleman. What does the Bible say? He stands at the door and knocks. Somebody's at the door. No, I'm not bothered. I'm, I'm, I'm reading my book. I'm not, I don't have time to answer the door. Somebody's knocking at the door. I, I'm busy. I'm cooking a cake. I don't have time. Somebody's knocking at your door. If you don't open it, God will never kick it in. But if you're here today and you're tired of what hell's been doing in your life and in your mind and you're tired of having a religion that has no power and no, 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 no manifestation of God's presence, none of that, I'm telling you about a God that's ready today to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Let's stand all over the building in Jesus' name.